Welcome to the Roots Podcast, brought to you from the Training and Equipping Ministry of Chanctonbury, exploring revival, church, leadership and culture. Discover more about our community at chanctonbury.org.uk. Hi there and welcome to the podcast. Um, We are continuing our series on Knowing the Father and today we're going to hear more about James's discovery of knowing God as Father. So James, you asked me the question on session one, why do you think it's important to know God as Father? Yeah, hey, uh, great question. So I you know, I've been a Christian for nearly 25 years and yet I would say it's probably only been the last three or four years that I've really discovered in a real and I would say life-changing way God as a father to me. Um, and I think, you know, why Why is this important? I, I think there is so much of the world today where um, our identity is under real pressure and under real fire. Uh, in a very real sense, um, so many families these days, um, for whatever reason, uh, end up being smashed to bits. And, and we know, psychologists tell us, uh, the impact of when children grow up without a dad in the home, uh, without a father around, um, and how that just shapes our behaviour in... Uh, very often uh, quite corrosive ways. And I think it's the same spiritually for the church. If we haven't discovered knowing God as Father and allow that revelation to shape and permeate how we think, how we relate to Him, and how His love then flows through our lives to those around us, um, I think we're we're missing a massive component of knowing God. Yeah, I I once read this quote that said something like, when the father heart of God returns to the church, then the orphans come running. And I think that is our heart, isn't it? That as we um, restore the revelation of God as father back to the church, back to the world, our heart is that those who have never known the love of God, who have only ever been taught the judgment of God, uh, we'll just experience the love of God and will return or will come back, come to the Father even for the first time, knowing Him as Father and have their lives transformed and no longer being an orphan, but being a, a son and a daughter of God. So that yeah. that is our heart, isn't it? Yeah, come on. So how, what was the, what led to you um, discovering God as Father? Yeah, so... So, you know, coming up to 25 years ago, uh, I was born again. Um, I got saved through um, giving my life to Jesus. And I want to bring in a Bible verse right at the start, um, which I think maybe informs some of what I'm about to share. You know, Jesus says in John's Gospel, chapter 14, Jesus said to his disciples, I am the way, the truth and the life. And then what does he go on to say? He says, no one comes to the Father except through me. And I've always thought that verse was was maybe about the uniqueness of Jesus Christ, about how, how crucial and um, important it is for salvation um, that, it, that it comes through Jesus. But I hadn't seen what the destination was. 
I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And and I think that was true for me. You know, I encountered Jesus. I suddenly realized my utter need of him, how my life was going nowhere without him. I put my whole trust and heart in him and I, I experienced his salvation. I was changed. I was born again. Uh, I was filled with his spirit, the third person of the Trinity, and began my Christian life, you know, loving Jesus, wanting to serve him, wanting to see his kingdom come, wanting to be like him, wanting to to respond to all that he'd done for me uh, and won th for me through what he did for us 2,000 years ago and still does today. You know, I love the Holy Spirit and, and the gifts and um, the things that the Spirit releases in our lives. Um, and, and so began my Christian journey, you know, really in some ways relating to the second and third persons of the Trinity. And, and if I'm honest, sometimes encountered people who talked about knowing God as Father, sometimes heard stuff from someone who'd been away to a conference or gone to a particular church. And, and I think I'd all, I was always, if I was really honest, a bit judgmental about that. I always thought it was a bit wussy. <laughs> you know, they'd go away to a conference and spend three days crying. You know, and I, and I judgmentally thought, oh, it's probably because they're, you know, it's a Christian form of counselling and whatever. I'm cracking on with the real stuff. I'm trying to, trying to change the world over here. And um, and so also, so probably judged it from a distance. Um, and then also just just thought that the revelation of Father was, was probably just a bit of a, about a mushy experience great you know it's uh i get i get to know his love and and kind of so what um and then probably looking back underneath it i think there was some trepidation and fear in me about if i if i really did open myself up to knowing god as father how would he relate to me and probably what was what was firing off in me emotionally was my my anxiousness about, you know, am I acceptable? I knew that Jesus had forgiven my sin, but am I really worthy of being loved? And am I really acceptable to come close to God? And, uh, but I didn't sort of consciously, you know, put all those things together. And, um, and so I was just cracking on, you know, trying to, serve Jesus, trying to flow with the Holy Spirit, and 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 then you started talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask a quick question. Do you, do you think there's a male-female thing in that? Do you think, or is that just stereotypical, do you think men would find it harder to open up emotionally to God as Father, or is that just a stereotypical, worldly, cultural view of men? Yeah, I think this is one thing for sure, is that... People are just really different these days. But I do know my background, partly going to a boarding school where it's quite English and quite um, classically British male, you know, rugby culture. You know, we didn't really sit around and talk about our emotions or our feelings. 
And also just in my family background, which, you know, I've been so blessed in, you know, but I'm the grandson of a judge. You know, my, my grandfather was um, brought up not in privileged circumstances and worked really hard in his life and finally made it to the pinnacle of his career um, as a judge. Mm. Um, and so that whole work ethic of um, if you work really hard, if you do the right thing, and also I think that sense of justice and rightness and truth um, rather than love and emotional well-being and wholeness yeah. are, are just general motifs in my family background. So. Yeah, and I, I think that's what we both say, that some of this understanding um, as father we do have the way we were brought up, uh, the way we were fathered, all those kind of things do impact how we view God. It's just how it is, isn't it? So back to the story. So I started to uh, encounter God as Father for the first time. And as I always do, I always share those experiences with you <laughs> <laughs> and teach you what I'm learning. So how, how did that go? <laughs> Well, you know, one of, the, one of the blessings is you are very intentional about pursuing new things in God. And it's not, it's not that I'm not, but I think, you know, I, I'm, I have a responsible post. You know, I'm a Church of England incumbent. Um, and so th there's just there's a lot going on. You mean you so have I, less time than me? <laughs> so I was just in 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 my groove doing my thing, and you began just talking to me, saying, "Hey James, we need to pay attention to this. I really think the Holy Spirit is talking to me, um, and wanting to talk to you um, about about the Father Heart of God and about knowing Him as Father." And I've got to be honest. Initially, I was probably a bit dismissive and just locked in my own world just with what was going on with me. Mm. But you, you kept going on about it. <laughs> and, and also, I then began to observe Louise beginning to be transformed by what the Holy Spirit was releasing in terms of revelation about the Father. And I saw you just hoovering up books and teaching and praying way more and just getting freedom and moving into actually real authority as a result of of finding the father's love and and I think that began to that that really began to get my attention hmm. um but in a in a I've got to say my my reaction then was hang on a minute I'm slogging my guts out here. I'm working really, really hard. You know, I'm I'm trying to run a church and we've got an awesome church here. But, you know, <laughs> um, I'm the one who has to go to the church council meetings and da 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 And so I was a bit, I was a bit annoyed because Louise is just getting happy and getting joy and, <laughs> and getting smashed with God's love. And I'm, I'm being responsible and then, and then I started thinking, man, I sound exactly like the story Jesus told about the two sons. <laughs> I sound exactly like the elder brother who's, who starts moaning and, and he's not able to celebrate mm. that his younger brother returns um, from his rebellion 
um, because he starts saying, I've been slaving away. And mm. I was like, that was what those, those are the feelings I was getting in my heart. Mm. And, and then I began to sort of engage with where I was at. And I think where I was at just in terms of leadership and ministry and generally in life is that I, I was beginning to really become aware of my love reserves running really low. And looking back now, I remember writing in, in my journal probably about six months before Louise started locking onto this. Um, I remember writing in my journal, I just feel like I'm running on fumes for the ability to love people like you love. And and I and I think I was just coming to the realization that if I didn't have a greater revelation, a greater tapping into the love of God, I was I was running out of my own reserves of love for others around me, for the challenges in in work and ministry, for 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 just the calling it is to to run and to lead a church. And I knew all the truth of the things that I shouldn't do. So when somebody sent a snotty email, I knew that I was meant to forgive and love and bless in return. But I've, I've been finding myself getting frustrated and getting angry and getting hurt and getting upset and, uh, and it really wounding me. And so all of that was in the mix as in the six months before you began to talk to me about uh, we really need to press into knowing God as Father. And I think I think the Holy Spirit's in that. You know, I look I look back now and I and I think that was God allowing me to know that I was at, coming to the end of myself. And I wasn't consciously depending on myself, but I was trying to do the right thing. I was trying to just be an incredible Christian. I was trying to turn the other cheek. I was trying to love people as best I could but I didn't want to love people because I was feeling hurt mm. I didn't I didn't know how to feel like forgiving others when they were letting me down or my own sense of them letting me down um, I, I didn't know how to how to do that um, and I think the Holy Spirit was in that just allowing me to get to the end of myself mm. which then gave me the hunger and thirst to actually begin to open up and and to and to be open once I got over my my elder brother <laughs> reaction um to really then lock into what was going on so how did you start the journey then what started to change so i remember the, i think it was one morning and you've been talking to me and i think i just got quite tearful because I just knew something had to shift. But I was afraid of that because I think I could feel some of my hurts from the past, some of the people that maybe I just didn't feel like I could truly, from the heart, forgive. I could feel that backing up, and I could feel my my need of something. It was almost like I needed the dam to burst, but I didn't know how to get there. And I was quite teary. Mm. And I shared that with you and, and we prayed and and I think you just said something like, I think you just need to repent of 
not believing that you could meet Father and not believing that you could um, encounter his love in that way. And and I think that really landed with me because I, I'd always sort of looked and probably despised those people who'd been all into the Father's love and all mushy and all of that. But I think underneath all that, I was afraid that I couldn't connect with God in that particular way. Mm. And so I, I just began to say sorry to, to to the Lord and and I began to say sorry directly to the Father and I just said sorry for, for not believing that I could meet you in this way that I could know your love that I could discover who you are as as not just the Father not just a Father but my Father my Heavenly Father and I began to say sorry to the Lord and I began to say sorry to the Lord for not for not believing that I could forgive you, you know some of the things that have happened in my life. I mean, I I prayed that to forgive, but truly from the heart. And as I began to repent, um, it just felt like the dam began to burst. And and then what happened is I began to just get some pictures in my mind of some past experiences. You know, one of those experiences was was when I was 18 and I got really badly beaten up. And I'd been, as I was, as I was getting physically smashed up by a gang of, a gang of lads, um, I was literally, as I was getting punched, was just asking the Lord, Lord, please save me. Lord, I can't get out of this. Lord, please save me. And, and I, I didn't, I got, I got pulverized and I ended up in hospital and and that was a shaping experience that I think had landed on me, feeling like when it comes down to it, God God doesn't step in for me. I know he steps in for others, but he doesn't step in for me. And 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 as I began to repent of of not believing that I could connect with Father, that experience came flooding back, but just in a new way. And I was taken into just almost like a movie of that episode. And I could just see Father right with me. And I could see that he had commissioned angels to stop the blows that I was taking to my face and to my body and the kicks to stop them actually killing me. And suddenly he began to show me that actually he had saved me in that instance. And, I, and I'd been beaten up pretty badly but he'd, he'd actually saved me from being killed that night. And, and I just began to receive just a bunch of just pictures and in my mind him taking me back. And, and it just felt like, just almost like the glow of his love began to just fill me. And, and suddenly it, it almost just felt like my heart just began to melt and you know some of the some of the experiences where I'd had to work and work over the years to forgive suddenly it was like i I just could see them with his love, and now it was becoming my love and i I just wanted to bless them and to and to love them and to believe in them and to and I was like, how did I ever get so hung up on that um so so that that was kind of in our front room. 
just yeah. one morning, wasn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> and was it was it an instant change? You know, how did you? Was it over a few days? Was it over a few months? What else started to change in your life? So that that was like the dam bursting on that morning. And and it as a dam bursts, you know, you get trickles first and, and it felt like these this trickling into me of these pictures, these um almost past experiences father began to, to speak to me about. But then it was almost like the the walls of the dam just began to break and break and break. And I began to just feel his his touch, feel his love. I began to hear his voice clearer and clearer. I began to get pictures, you know, more readily about who he was and what he was saying, either about other individuals or about who he was. I began to see that he as a father is just woven everywhere through the Bible. Like I'd never seen it before, but it's almost like on every page I could see his nature and his heart just leaping out at me. And I think we'll talk a bit about that um, in another episode. Um, and, and, and I think that just began to grow and grow and grow um, within my heart and within my life. And, and I, you know, I wouldn't say it was like an instant transformation because what I would say is after that, that after the dam breaking, actually I went through quite a lot of conviction and just a deeper and deeper forgiveness of others and forgiveness of God for some things that I'd held in my heart and forgiveness of just past experiences. Um, but it was coming from a place where I could feel the, the, the dwelling, the closeness, the protection, the, the joy, the delight that he took in me. And that just began to, to just reshape me. And yeah, and I think hearing your story, you can see the difference from perhaps how an orphan would act. You know, someone who was striving, who was trying to achieve, who was trying to love, trying to forgive, um, independent... You know, living from that to hearing you sound like then you're you you'd live from a different place of knowing that you're loved knowing that you're deeply connected to the father that he loves you so much that you're no longer on your own that you no longer had to strive you no longer had to work but actually it was an overflow of his love for you mm. then that love started to flow out of you and that connection mm. changed you so it's yeah, it's great to great to hear. Yeah, and I think I think what I've discovered since is is that there's just so many so much depth to Father's love and and so much more for me to discover. Mm. And you know I definitely was shaped by my background and brought some of that into my Christian journey. Mm. So, you know, needing to perform, not feeling acceptable unless I achieved highly, mm. um, knowing that being competitive with others was wrong and yet it was in me and I was trying to sort of keep it down within me and 
and finding that just healed through just that assurance that yeah. I am unique, I'm my heavenly Father's son, that he's got a beautiful path laid out for me and he's got a beautiful path laid out for everybody mm. and I can just nestle in and just move in step with him and then rejoice in the triumphs and successes of others and not be waylaid by the sorrows or the wounds or the betrayals of others mm. and just just know in my depths that he's got it, mm. that I can trust him, that he loves me and he's got our life, he's got our family, he's got our future, he's got our finances, he's got our ministry, all, all within who he is, within his loving arms and his loving protection. Yeah, amen to that. And I think we'd probably say, wouldn't we, that you have a revelation a bit like what you're saying about the dam there's a trickle there's more water there's more there's more and I would say we're going to spend a whole lifetime of getting to know Father Son and Holy Spirit and walking closer and closer with them as we surrender parts of our life you know that as we um yeah, just journey with him. I think we will mm. we will just get to know him more and more intimately as Father and Son and Spirit. So, yeah, this isn't just a one-off thing. This is a constant. He's always Father. You know, and I, I, since I got saved by Jesus, I've I've always been, I've always had an element of joy, and yet I definitely think that was flavoured by a seriousness and an intensity. And I, I would say one evidence of the reality of the Father's love has just been a massive increase of joy. Mm. Just giggling more, delighting in him more. Um, just that sense of just a bubbling up within of the joy of being known by him and, and knowing him. And, um, and so, you know, I, I love, 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 love just releasing his joy on others and and it's so freeing and so powerful so um yeah it's so. it's back to being like a child isn't it yeah that's the thing with utter dependence on our father utter security and i think when you have that it brings so much freedom to be joyful to be light-hearted to have peace yeah. so yeah we just want to bless you all um today we pray that you will experience the revelation of the father's love for you that he will minister to your heart that he will minister to your mind and that yeah he'll pour out his abundant love upon you and it will be a deep deep security deep knowledge of his delight and his approval of you and we thank you father for who you are yeah we thank you that you sent your son to bring us into that relationship thank with you, you and we praise you forever. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us on the Roots Podcast. To connect with our community and to find other resources, visit chanctonbury.org.uk.